everyone. This is the Fitting Room Podcast, back for another episode. I am AJ Vopel, the host of the show, and alongside me is Nate Adelman, who is the unofficial club fitter of the marketing team, which we're all part of. Nate, what what else do you do here? Do you do anything well, else besides well, that? Not really. I think I'm. <laughs> I'd say I'm a full time tinkerer, part time marketer. Right. So that's actually pretty good. And there's things that you know no one else wants to deal with. I'll do it from a marketing standpoint. But other than that, I'm just adjusting lie angles and putting lead <laughs> tape on stuff. Right. Um, you're just putting like lead tapes on your laptop on for like desk, good weight yeah, and everything exactly, like that. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so if you haven't joined us before, this is a podcast where we talk about all things fitting as it relates to golf, obviously. Um, and we usually categorize it by uh, different topics. And today we are going to the field, Nate. We are going to get lessons from the field. I love it. We are talking to a fitting expert. He and he is an expert. I yep. know this guy, and he's an expert. Um, he is Corey Fields. He is a PJ professional, and he's also the manager of the Callaway Performance Center at Barefoot Resort in Myrtle Beach, which I'm sure, you know, if you're listening to this, um, either you've been to Myrtle Beach, uh, you're planning a trip to Myrtle Beach. Um, this guy, Corey, is going to give us the ins and outs of some of the best practices yep. he's been seeing at his CPC. And, and the CPC, if I might add, is part of the wonderful Golfsmith family. That's right. So it's very good, very good location. Absolutely. So it's going to be great. He's going right. to... Hey, Jay, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but before we get to Corey, we've been getting a lot of questions lately about some of our episodes. Yes. Uh, we, the new season started. We've had a lot more episodes. Mm -hmm. Some are short, some are longer. What's the deal? What's going on? Yeah, so so what we're calling them bonus episodes where we we don't do a full length edition so for example we won't do a hot or not yep. which is um you know one of our staples in longer episodes and full episodes uh we won't take questions from the community or things like that uh so those are kind of just like little quick hitters bonus episodes will be a little shorter uh just as important though nate that Very mind important, you yeah. mind you they will be maybe even more important who knows well they'll, <laughs> they'll be they'll be usually they'll be, they'll be with recognizable names oh or yeah really notable people where it's something more specific about them rather right. than fitting in general like oban last week exactly that was a nice bonus or cut james blake and james blake what's in the bag if you haven't listened yeah. to that one it's really good really good and then next week's randy jones episode exactly yeah. exactly right so um let's go let's let's get to the phone line right now and talk let's to Corey. Corey, what's going on man how are you it's going good guys thanks for having me yeah thanks for joining us um and just before we kind of get into the whole uh your whole fitting role at Golfsmith. Tell us a little bit about your background there and kind of how you got started and how long you've been working there. Sure. Uh, I'm a Carolinas uh, section PGA professional. Uh, I've been in the club fitting side of the business for uh, about eight years now. Uh, I worked for another manufacturer for a while as a fitter and, uh, you know, did the country club thing where I was a club pro. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of fittings with my members and things like that. And I uh, needed to make a change in my career and Golfsmith moved in here to the Myrtle Beach area. Uh, I got hooked up with them, fit at one of their big stores for 10 months as their main fitter, and then uh, we acquired the Callaway Performance Center mm -hmm. in North Myrtle Beach, and I had the opportunity to go over there and run that as my own operation, and uh, that's where I've been for the last it'll be two years in April, so oh, about nice. a year and a half right now. And, and for those of our listeners that are not familiar with exactly what makes a performance center different than a normal fitting studio or just a normal retail store. Can you talk a little bit about what you guys have your setup there at the performance center? Yeah, we're located at the barefoot golf resort, which is one of the premier resorts here in Myrtle beach. Uh, we have a 
indoor performance center with a huge private uh, fitting studio like uh, most of your performance centers do in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the Callaway Engage fitting system, which is only available to your guys' choice retailers. Uh, we're just very in-depth with Callaway product all the way through. Uh, what's different about us is we actually have a grass driving range and practice facility right outside our front door. Oh, that's mm, amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful short game area. You know, a full driving range. I'm talking 400 yards wow. long, uh, putting green. So we can take product right outside the door and let people try it outside, which is, you know, the biggest thing that you get to complain about about being indoors is they want to see ball flight outdoors and hit wedges and irons off the grass. And we have that ability to do that. So That's that great. works very well for us. And, AJ, for our one of the coolest things about performance centers is that when you when you want to try like a different length or a different lie angle, mm-hmm. rather than having to find the shaft, screw into the right head, uh, they're all made. Right. So you get fully made clubs that will be in the configuration that you you can order them in. So it's like even that much better of an experience for golfers. So they don't have to hit a hit an iron that has like a huge hosel because there's a screw in the sole. It's actually the built built version. So it's a nice nice perk there. And Corey, how many people would you how many people would you say you fit per week yourself? Uh, myself, you know, I'm at a big store like where I was at. I mean, I was probably doing twenty five to thirty. Oh man, um, which is a ton. Yeah, it's like you know teaching all day on a driving range almost. If if uh, I could do uh, math, if I could little, if I could do math, yeah, I would tell you how many little. per day that is. It's probably like six it's or something. <laughs> well, we're not going to challenge you that much. Exactly. We'll, we'll, we'll let your mind relax for this. The good thing about the performance center is it's um, a little more private, so we're going to take our time. Uh, right. It's not a time constraint on you. It's not, hey, you got 45 minutes, let's knock this out. Mm-hmm. Right. If it takes three hours, it's going to take three hours. Right. Uh, we'll, we do a lot of full bag fittings in our facility. Right. Uh, most of our clientele are traveling from somewhere else in the country and they're, they're in the area playing golf for the week and this is this is their week to get their best golf in get their equipment done you know and, and be done for the year and, and just focus on their golf game so you know it varies different times of year there's some days where we might do four or five and there's some days we just do one or two mm-hmm. but like I said we're focusing on a lengthy process here it's yeah. not a right. come in 30 minutes see you later um, we're going to sell you the stock shaft off the off the shelf. Right, uh, love that. provide this with the wonderful materials uh, as far as shafts go and options. We pretty much have everything that we can get our hands on in there, to where we can really, really get you customized. And that's what we do. We're probably ninety five percent custom through our sales. Wow. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty uh, impressive. Yep. So, so Corey, let's yep. dive into let's dive into some of what we've learned. You know, the theme of this week's episode is lessons from the field. So that's what we want to dive into. So, let's start with the driver. Um, what's one of the most common flaws or launch deficiencies that you see with the driver when a customer comes in for a fitting? And then, how do you then go uh, attack that with with through the fitting process? Sure, uh, probably. Probably a little launch, to be honest with you. I mean, mm. spin rate's something that a lot of people struggle with. And, you know, I think it really depends on the player and swing speed a lot with that area. Um, but launch angle is probably number one. Most people think they hit the ball very high, and they're nowhere near double digits. A lot wow. of guys are launching drivers at 8, 9 degrees. And, you know, that's just not sufficient enough to get you the proper carry. And uh, that's what we see the most. So, But with the Callaway product, uh, you know, a lower lofted head with a hosel adjustment is kind of where we start with. 
Uh, we see a better ball speed number with uh, you know a nine degree head crank to ten on the adjustment than we do with ten and a half taking it off. Wow. Okay. Um, so we, you know, we usually hmm. yeah we usually start in the, in the nine degree area um, with most people just to see where they're at. We also we want them to hit their own driver first. There's no doubt. Right. Um, we need to see what they're doing with their current equipment because that's what they want to be better at right away. And uh, you know the first thing you always notice is, is launch right off the bat. So that's kind of where we're going going with uh, the first first thing that we look at. So other than increasing the loft on the head, what are some other ways that you can help golfers uh, improve their launch condition? Yeah, uh, you know, shaft will be and kick points are important as well. Uh, you know, I'll be honest with you, most, most even good players don't really understand their equipment. Right. And we try to take the time to ed- educate them. I mean, I'm talking even some tour players that we've not PCA tour, but many tour guys that come through our area. We do a lot of those guys and they're just the players. They just want to have something that feels right. Hmm. But some of their numbers are off, and we you know we can really get them into something that might get them seven to ten more yards to carry. And you know that's a big number for a lot of people. Yeah, so, that is big. And, and I'll tell you, that's one of the primary reasons for this podcast yeah. is to kind of educate yeah. people and kind of give them some some tips and some best practices. Um, and that's why it's great having you on, Corey, because you're in the field. You see it every single day. You're uh, you're an expert, um, you know, according to us over here, you know, yeah. especially um, in yeah. terms of Callaway gear and everything. So um, my question for you, um, and I think it's a question that, um, that we get a lot on the Callaway community and just in general, um, you know, it's it's difficult to fit uh, a fairway wood. Um, what are your what are some of what's some of your advice um, in fitting a fairway wood? And and I know that some people, you know, they get a great big Bertha driver and they feel like they have to get great big Bertha fairway wood. Like, um, is that true or what's what's your kind of your your practices on fairway woods? No, I don't. I don't think that's the case. Uh, I think fairway woods have changed a lot in the last few years, uh, especially with things like. Uh, you know, the driver type fairway woods with deeper faces and things like that where, you know, a lot, you see a lot of tour players using three wood off the tee lot. I mean, Henrik Stinson, who's a staffer, is a perfect example. Um, you know, I think the fairway woods changed into a different type of club. Some guys really use it off the tee a lot. Some of them don't use it at all off the tee and need something off the ground. Uh, you know, adding loft, I think, is important for the guys that need to hit the, that are hitting fairway woods off the deck. Uh, the days of like a 13-degree fairway would seem like they're pretty much obsolete um, with most most people we fit. Uh, you know, we're seeing more guys hitting four woods better at 17 loft and getting the same distance as they do with the spring wood. And, uh, you know, length too, you know, a lot of, I see a lot of three woods these days, or excuse me, four and five woods are the same length as the three woods. Yeah. And, and you know, that's kind of, that's kind of, I think, where the, the market's gone. As far as, you know, saying a guy needs a bird because he's got the driver, I don't, I don't disagree with that all the time. I mean, I think it's a good way to start. But we, we see a lot of players that might not be able to hit the 816 driver, but really can hit the fairway wood well mm-hmm. due to the profile and the shape of the club. You know, a lot of it's visual. I listen to my, my customers. If they tell me that something on the ground doesn't look right to them, mm-hmm. I think it hurts their confidence. Yep. And I think I need to probably move on to another product pretty quickly because I just, I, I think, you know, that negative thought is a big thing in someone's head before they hit a golf ball. They want to like what they're looking at. So when you're doing the fitting for their longest wood, uh, what's the factor that you're looking at? Uh, is it is it ball speed? Is it spin? Is it dispersion? What's like that key factor where you know you've zoned in on what the right setup for them? 
I've been just dispersing. Uh, I think that's real important with that club. Um, you know, the, the big thing is probably for Fairway Woods is the, is the next club, uh, the first iron or a hybrid in the bag. Uh. The cap fitting is extremely important. Yeah. I see a lot of <laughs> a lot of people get three woods really close to the driver distance. Right. Uh, do the left side spin. And, you know, we educate them about this. They say, listen, don't be discouraged by that. You know, three woods, your favorite woods seem to have a little left side spin. They fly a little straighter, I think. And, you know, the ball speeds get close um, to the drivers. They're they're not too far off right. for, you know, your average golfer. Um, but gap fitting is the most important thing when we're doing fairway woods. We really want to get a space between that club and the next club and the next club. I think that's the my biggest uh, challenge as a fitter is fitting the, high, the longer clubs in the back yeah. of the driver. Definitely. Now, we have, uh, as you're well aware, we have so many different shaft options that are no upcharge with Great Big Bertha, with the uh, drivers, um, and the fairways. So what are some of the popular setups that you've seen? Have, have there been any that, you know, you say, oh, this combination suits a really wide variety of players? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's 19 options in the driver. That's a, I mean, that's a lot. No <laughs> charge. Yep. Um, but, you know, they're all good in their own way. There's some light options that are really good. Uh, the Passars have been phenomenal, yeah. um, especially for the guys that need a little, little extra club head speed and a little extra launch. Yep, like Nate. And then, um, yep. <laughs> our own uh, Chris Villardo oh, yeah. was striping it with the Basara, with the Basara and but another. didn't want anyone to see it. <laughs> right. So he swapped in a different <laughs> <I> mean, one. <laughs> Bad move. <laughs> I know. Don't, I, you probably wouldn't recommend that for yeah. golfers if they're yeah. hitting something good and they want to switch out just because they're, I guess, um, you know, I don't want to be embarrassed to, to play a lighter shaft. No, tour players are playing <laughs> That's light what shafts. I mean, you should right? do it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to put the ego aside. Yeah. Uh, Amen. I, I mean, Agreed. you really do. Because I, I've hit I've hit a Massaro 52 and a V-Series 3 one better than any fairway wood yep. one. I think I tried. Yep. And, yeah, it hurt my feelings a little bit. Because <laughs> it was tight and I think I should be playing an 85-gram shaft, but. The, the truth is, that's probably where I should be at. Was in that, right? But um, I've heard a rumor. You know, the shaft that I've heard a rumor that on tour right. there are some heads that they'll put a guy like in a 12 degree driver, yeah. scratch it out and write nine degrees. There you go. So that everyone thinks it's a nine. Right. And he knows he it's keeps 12. up his confidence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just tricks everybody, including yeah, himself. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. I, I think that's definitely the case. But the, the shaft options are phenomenal, especially the ones in no charge. I mean, yep. yeah. you got a, a wide variety of weights and kick points. And, you know, popular-wise, we're doing a lot A lot of the new speeder shafts. Uh, the Evolution's been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been last year. The speeder was good last year. The Evolution's been nice. Yeah. Uh, we, still do a lot of, uh, we still do a lot of Diamana as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for the guy that needs something heavier, the 70's been great. And then, you know, we get some high-end stuff, too. We, you know, we have O-Band, and we do some other things we have in our store for the guy that's swinging 100, you know, 7 to 115 miles an hour. Like I said, we do a lot of mini-tour guys, so we get to see the best of the best. Yeah. We also, you know, we fit tons of 25, 30 handicaps. And mm-hmm. My personal feeling is the guy that's a 25, more from a club than a great player. Yeah. Every single time. Yeah, and I love that. I love that you're seeing a lot of you know higher handicaps in there because, uh, you know, one of the the stigmas with with fitting is that you know the the higher handicap doesn't think uh, a fitting will benefit them. Uh, so the fact that you're getting that uh, you know higher handicappers is is nice to hear because we're trying to kind of change that perception. But um, transitioning over to golf ball now. Um, 
you know, it's often overlooked. Uh, just talk about the importance of using the right golf ball. Uh, it's all about the spin, you know, and, yeah. and launch conditions. Uh, what we've seen this year with Chrome Soft is just tremendous. Um, you know, for the guy that's been playing Pro V1 or Pro V1X, and we put that, we have those balls in our bay. And, you know, we also miss in other manufacturer balls. We want, if you tell me what ball you're playing, I'm going to let you hit that ball in your fitting. Mm-hmm. And that gives me an opportunity to see the numbers with that and then yeah, switch it amazing. out mm-hmm. and see if, we're getting something, see if we're getting something better. And side spin is huge um, yeah. with these golf balls. I, I see horrible numbers with some of these balls. And then we switch them into something with a little less compression. And you see that number cut in half, and then your dispersion's, you know, 10 to 15 yards better with a driver right away. And ball speed increases. So, I mean, Chrome Soft, I think everybody needs to try that couple if not be playing it, to be honest with you. Now, uh, now, I know now, some Corey, people might say 65, 65 compression scares me, but I think it's phenomenal. Now, Corey, AJ and I were debating this, you know, before we started the podcast, which is it's my personal opinion that the golf ball has more of an impact on spin and launch uh, than the shaft does. And so for a lot of golfers that say, you know, I have too much spin, let me try this low kick point shaft or this heavier shaft, I think the first place to look is actually the golf ball. What What are your thoughts on that? I agree with you 100%. Oh, it's man, very that's nice. Much hey, yeah, nice, that. mate. Sorry, I never doubted you. <laughs> but I, it's the first question I ask when somebody says, I'm not getting any distance with my real guys are walking in our store. It's like a pro shop. So, yeah, right. you know, it feels like you're at a country club and they just want to chat with you and pick your brain a little bit before they decide if they want to go through the process. So that's a question, you know, I'll ask. They'll say, I lost 20 yards on my driver. I can't hit it anywhere. Mm-hmm. First question I ask, what ball you're playing? Yep, yep. Half the time, you know, they're telling me they hit the ball 220 or 210, probably max, and they're playing a four piece, five piece softball that, they probably really don't need to be in. Right. And, you know, that gives me an opportunity to just say, well, you know, after you get warmed up on the range, pop in here, let's hit a couple balls, and, you know, I'll suggest something in the store. And, you know, nine out of ten times they come back and say, it made a remarkable difference. I'm going to go ahead and schedule a fit and go through the whole process now. So so what player? I, I, think, I think it's the most important factor. So what player would you, what player do you think would be most successful with a Chrome Soft golf ball? I, I think a wide variety. I think anybody that, you know, a lot of guys want that tour caliber, you know, golf ball, and but they can't compress it enough, and that ball gives you the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm, you know, what I, I 90 miles an hour or more with the driver is fine with that ball. Mm-hmm. We see that yeah. a lot with our numbers. You yeah. know, and I'll, I'll mix in, I'll mix in, you know, whatever ball they want me to mm-hmm. and, and look at the numbers, and we'll see a significant mm-hmm. difference of, ball speed and spin rate right away. Now, when you're doing ball fittings, especially with your outdoor facility, do you emphasize more short iron wedge spin or the long iron, the driver spin? What's the what's the factor you look at most when selecting a golf ball? It's definitely driver. Um, mm. You know, that's what everybody wants to see. It really, I mean, I think other parts of the game are just as important myself, but for the customer, they want to see the driver spin. That is the most important thing to them. I haven't met the person that said I want to hit it less distance yet so um i kind of hit it a little too far sometimes nate you know i kind of need a little dial back a little bit i hate walking that far before reaching all right i get bored i yawn yeah exactly start to get tired you know (laughs) but you know your tech your tech type player that's that they want to feel around the greens too so it's important for them to you know you utilize our short game area um 
at our facility where we can go down and you, know, you can go up to 90 yards and 100 yards and hit, hit a full, you know, sand wedge, lob wedge into these grains with a ball. And you really get, you know, a nice feel of what that ball is going to do and be able to fight it up and down the way that you want to for, a, you know, a better player who's a little more hands-on with what they want They want their uh, golf ball. That's nice. Good. Nice. All right. Good. All right, Corey, Nate, time for some hot or not. All right. We got three topics today. Um, so, Corey, the way it's going to work, we're going to uh, throw out a topic to you, and then you're going to you're going to decide if it's hot or if it's not in terms of uh, in terms of fitting. All right. Okay. Nate, Nate, why don't you throw out the first one? I'd buddy. love to. All right. Uh, for when we're going through selecting the right shaft, uh, fitting with shaft kick points to alter spin, is that hot or not? For ultra spin? Yeah. So in order to change spin. You're you're selecting a shaft based on the its kick point. Is that a good practice, yeah, best no. practice, or uh, not not so good? No, it's definitely hot. Definitely good oh, practice. Oh um, man! So so many so many options out there. Uh, the customer wants you know we get a lot of field players that want to be able to, to feel where that shaft's moving or kick where the kick point is. A lot of people want you to show them on the golf club. Yeah. Uh, you know a lot of guys turn around and ask. So, so is you know, the, it, 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 it's important. So is the kick point a function right. of feel or is it a function of spin manipulation? I think it's both. Okay. Um, you know, I think it's both. I, I, for me, personally, I'm more of a feel player, so I want to be able to – I want to know where the where – I want to feel the head and kind of know what's going on towards the impact area. And then there's some guys that, that don't even don't even <laughs> ask about that. But uh, – it, it, that's a 50-50 question, if you want my opinion. Depends on the, depends on the guy. Got it. Cool, cool. All right, number two. All right, so this is actually, it's not hot or not, but it's actually which is hotter uh, when fitting, MOI or ball speed? What is the the hotter uh, kind of category there? From, from the customer's standpoint, definitely ball speed is what they want to see. They want to see mm. a higher number from what they're going to buy or what they're getting fit into than what they're currently playing right away. Mm-hmm. Now that's um, what the customer wants, that, but that, what do you want? <laughs> I, I mean, that ball speed is important to me too. Yeah, um, oh, all right. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I like it. I like so it. Yeah, I, I got like five. I think I got five miles an hour with the new driver this there year. Nice. Yeah. That there was a go. lot. To, that was a lot to me, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. There you go a little bit. Let's put it that way. All right. Love it. Love it, Corey. Um, All right. And and one last one. This has been, I'd say, uh, when we're talking golf balls and we're talking buzzwords for 2015, Mm -hmm. I think the buzzword we've been seeing is low compression. So we're going to throw that one out there, low compression. Is that hot? Is it here to stay or not? It was a 2015, and see you later. No, it's here to stay. Boom. That's the way. I I think that's the way it needs to go, Uh, I think. We got too crazy for a few years with everybody thinking 195 and 100 compression was the only way you could get your spin rate down. And, uh, you know, your R&D team figured something out with uh, with Chrome Soft. And I think other companies took notice real fast. And I'm oh, yeah. starting to see somebody, some, some companies trying to compete with that. But, you know, as far as durability and the cover of that golf ball, it's just, it's the best thing that I, I think that came out of all the products this year, to be honest with you. It's been a home run for us. And, you know, we just really want to put it in people's hands, and we just nonstop fit that in our hitting phase and let people hit that ball. And a lot of times, someone will ask us, say, what, what is this ball I'm hitting? And, you know, we'll explain to them what's going on with that. So, yeah, it's here to stay, for sure. Awesome. All right, a lot of 
Nate, a lot of fire yeah. this week on Very Hot or hot. Not. A lot Very of fire, hot. a lot of heat. That's good stuff. Uh, we love to hear that. Corey brings the heat. Corey man. is bringing the heat from Myrtle Beach. Uh, what's the weather in Myrtle right now, Corey? Uh, it was 76 degrees today. Oh, man, it's warmer out it's there perfect. than it is out here. It's, it's getting a little chilly out in yeah, San Diego. Sounds like, sounds like we need to do some market research. What we might need to go research that CPC out there. I think so. <laughs> All yeah, right, yeah. so we're going to sh- nice, nice yeah. We're gonna shift to the final segment of today's show, which yep. is, uh, you know, always a favorite of mine is the questions from the Callaway community. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we're going to take one from Richard C., Yes. Uh, this is a great question, in my opinion. Um, mostly it's great because I didn't know the answer. So, um, <laughs> Hopefully Corey does. Yeah, hopefully Corey does. All right. Corey, how do my lie angles change as I adjust length? I have been playing my irons a half inch long and three degrees up. If I go back to standard length, what should my new lie angle be? See, this is a question that is confusing to a lot of people. Uh, and I agree that with you saying you don't know the answer, mm-hmm. and I've always been told, from early on that the line angle is not changed by you cutting length on a club unless you change the line angle itself. So, you know, it, it's what, and then there's also another line that it changes every half inch is one degree, right? Yeah. I've heard that too. Yep. But, you know, obviously if you cut length off of a golf club, it's going to change the way that the, the, the dynamic is in your hands. So the handle will be closer or further away from you depending on the length. So, it's important to get the proper length first and then fit the lie angle to that, I think, okay. in our fitting process or vice versa because that's a that's a weird question. And you hear it from – I've heard it from very reputable people. It's different. They have a different opinion on it. Right. But, I mean, I know if I cut a half inch off my irons, they're not going to – the handle's going to be different from where it was before, which would – I would think it would make it flatter. But, you know, you hear it both ways. So – you know, to answer his question, I think he just, he really, instead of cutting your clubs, you need to get them custom fit to the proper length first so, in line angle yeah, so without you manipulating them. Right, so Richard, you take the standard length, which is easy to find at a shop, hit on the lie board or the impact tape, and that'll be able to tell you whether you're still three degrees or uh, to go to, um, to go to change it to either two or one. Yeah, I, I, I don't like, uh, I don't like to hear people tell me that they cut their clubs down or... <laughs> off of what the, the, the original spec was. Yeah. Um, if you're thinking that you need to do that, you need to go see a fitter and um, <laughs> have that process done for you right away. You need to go get a talking to is what you need to do. <laughs> you got to go talk to my man it. Corey down there. He'll set you straight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Corey, last question from the community. Uh, this comes from uh, Mish1600. Should your driver shaft match your fairway wood shaft? Um I have the GBB driver and fairway. Love the 565 speeder in the driver. Just wondering how it would perform in my fairway wood. Your thoughts? Uh, uh, Yeah, um, it can. Uh, Mm. Obviously, I think fairway woods might need to be a little heavier uh, in length. Mm. uh, Excuse me, in weight. Weight. So, you know, we do a a lot of maybe the same shaft, maybe a 10 gram gram heavier weight, uh, maybe even 15 grams heavier. Uh, I do like the concept of having the same shaft in both clubs, but like I said, the weight might need to be different. You might not need a 50 or 55 gram shaft in your fairway wood. It could be too light and you know hurt some dispersion. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know that's usually what we see. But I have no problem with that. Um, you know, the best thing, like I said, there's so many options that are on the market. It's really important to see somebody that knows what they're doing. 
mm-hmm. and has the has the equipment in their in their shop to fit your lift case. A lot of places you'll go will just have stock options. Yeah, you know, regular stiff or X in one shaft, and it's important you know to maybe try some other things. Um, I like I like my favorite wood shaft over here personally, so I do play the same shaft model in both clubs, but I'm about 15 grams heavier in the in the fairway one, oh, and nice. that works a little bit better for me. Yeah. All right, sweet. So this sounds like a good time uh, to to give you a plug. Um, if if I want to get fit, I'm in the Myrtle Beach area. How can I come see you or um, a fitter, an expert fitter on your team, or what's uh, how's that work? Where can I come see you? Yeah, we're like I said, we're the uh, Golfsmith Callaway Performance Center. We're located at five one eight three Barefoot Resort Bridge Road. That is at the Barefoot Golf Resort. It's in North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Uh, telephone number is eight four three three nine zero one four three five. You know, call us anytime. We'd love to have you. Uh, we book by appointments, but we, you know, we always have openings. Uh, if you're coming to the Myrtle Beach area to play golf on a package. Uh, which is what you know. Tons of people do right. this in the United right. States. It's a great place to play golf. Yeah, come see us and check us out. We, you know, we really like to uh, <clears throat> get you in our hitting bay and just you know do a basic bag evaluation for you. Yeah, that's kind of where we start with a guy that's not too sure. Right. Say let's let's take a look at what you're playing, and uh, you know we can go we can go from there. And you know we have I have two great fitters that work for me as well mm-hmm. um, that really know what they're doing and know know the product great. And, uh, you know, Callaway provides us with excellent training opportunities as well. So, you know, we're always learning new things. The business moves fast. I tell people that golf clubs seem like they move they move almost like a cell phone business moves these days. That's I mean, right. Yep. You know, things, things are changing quickly. And, mm-hmm. you know, the guy that comes in and says, I just bought clubs two years ago. I'm not going to get any benefit from, from stuff right now. Well, we need to take a look and see. So mm-hmm. it's a really simple process to do. And, you know, I invite anybody to come out. And check us out. So, uh, you know, we hope to hope to hear from some of the guys that listen to the podcast. God, awesome. Well, Corey, this was an enlightening 20 minutes for me. I know really I good. learned a ton. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy day, and hopefully there's not someone waiting there to get fit for you right now. <laughs> no, 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 no problem, guys. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, sweet. Right. You might see Nate and myself out there for some market research soon, all right? <laughs> we'll let you know. <laughs> Come on out. Come on out. We'd love to have you. Awesome, right. Corey. Thanks so much, dude. Thanks, Corey. All right, take care. All right, see ya. All right, that was Corey Fields. Uh, like he said from his plug, you could go see him in Myrtle Beach uh, if you're on a buddy's trip, if you're on a family vacation, and you want to get away from your wife and kids just for a couple hours. Uh, you want to you know, get some new clubs, right, Nate? I mean, you just pop over there. You go see our man Corey. He'll, he'll show you the latest and greatest, and he'll... Uh, fit you I would just like to stop the you there it, up could, the gym, it could be it could be a nice female who's trying to get away from her husband too uh, I couldn't agree more with you there, buddy. I couldn't <laughs> agree more. You didn't let me finish. I was just about to get to that <laughs> yeah, right okay. all right, so one thing that I learned was when he was talking about launching the ball and how he was saying uh drivers going from eight to nine when he adjusts the uh, OptiFit hosel to 8 to 9 degree, mm-hmm. it's actually more efficient in terms of launch than uh, 10.5 to 9.5. And, yeah. and I was like, wow, that's kind of interesting because yeah. the math kind of yeah, says I, the other way. But I, uh, I, I would be interested to get Doc Hawk's, uh like perspective on that. That's because, true. Uh, it could be a CG location thing, yep. um, how the bulge uh, shifts as we adjust loft. But right. that's something I'm definitely more curious to learn more about myself. So yeah. that's a good one. For nice. me, for me, the thing I learned uh, was, and, and, and having worked in a store before, I didn't personally did not see this, but at 
the Golfsmith CPC at, at Barefoot. They'll actually do your fitting in the golf ball that you play or that the golf Love ball that. you should be playing. Love that. And that's so important yep. because uh, the golf ball, like we said, it makes yeah. such a big difference about spin, especially on the greens, but also yep. on the tee. Mm -hmm. And so that that golf ball that's like the most important piece of equipment you have and yeah. they they'll do the fitting in the right ball for you which is it's amazing right so. right all right wrapping up uh member ask your questions that will appear on the show on the callaway community if you're not a member sign up uh it's www.callawaygolf.com community um next episode we are talking to former cy young award winner randy jones who's actually getting a fitting at the ely callaway performance center uh this week so we're going to catch up with him and and talk about his equipment um and and that's it so until then uh we'll catch you we'll catch you on the next episode of the fitting room nate sure will all right see ya